0: Welcome again to our podcast. Last week we started talking out of the book of Titus. Uh, we're talking about qualities that Paul had given Titus as well as Timothy, in appointing leaders in the local churches. Uh, this week, uh, last week we talked a little bit about the word blameless. Uh, one of the first qualifications he talked about was um, a person had to be blameless or not accused. This week we're going to talk about a little um, a little different topic. It's in the same the very next word, which is that he's supposed to be a husband of one wife, and he's supposed to have faithful children. Now, this has been a uh, <laughs> this has been a passage that has been debated for years and years. Um, many denominations have set things in stone because of this statement. Uh, we're not going to address so much um, the theological aspects of it, although we will say this. When you, when you look at commentaries and you read on this particular passage, you find that they give different reasons for uh, why Paul would say this. Number one is you need to remember, like we said last week, is they're writing to... Um, anytime we look at the scriptures, we need to look at who he's writing to. Now, Paul was writing to Titus when he said, One wife and faithful children. And Titus was uh, to appoint leaders in Crete. Crete had been very immoral Uh, One of the things, uh, as we know, as we look in the Old Testament and the New Testament is polygamy was uh, real. Uh, Men had more than one wives, more than one wife. Some had many wives. And so Paul had to address that. That's one of the um, one of the uh, reasons people believe that he stated one wife. Another believes that, uh, you know, we know, according to what Jesus spoke, that um, if you divorced your wife and remarried, Uh, That was adultery. So some people believe that, and then there's other reasons as well. I tend to believe that, you know, God was looking for moral men, people that he could appoint in leadership that were going to be moral in their marriage. Because always remember this as a leader, especially in the church, is your first ministry is your home. Now, if you have um, issues in your home life if you're not very organized in your home life, if you have moral failures in your home life, if you have disruptive children, then that's gonna carry over to your life as far as leading in ministry. It's gonna spill over into your leadership. People are gonna see it. Um, You might be able to hide it for a while, people might not see it at the beginning, but eventually they'll see the uh, immorality, the um, dysfunction of your home, And so, as leaders, we need to realize that we have to lead in our home. Now, remember, leadership is influence. You have to be able to influence your wife and your children. You have to be able to influence your family before you can ever influence anybody else. And Paul realized this. That's why he was talking about the qualifications were a a man that was um, a husband of one wife. He He had to guard that relationship. We know according to Ephesians, the fifth chapter, that... We're supposed to treat our wives or love our wives as Christ loved the church. Christ would never be unfaithful to the church. He had a, um, I mean, what greater love than to give out, give your life. And he gave that for us, the church. So we need to realize that, um, you know, the important thing about these leadership traits is, you know, we're all supposed to be um, uh, men of morality. We're supposed to be men of integrity. And we need to realize, too, that the thing that um, all of these traits, when we look at a bishop and an elder, we understand that they were two different men, but they also but they had the same qualifications. It's believed that Titus was even appointing pastors in the local church. So, you know, pastors, if you're a pastor in leadership, then you need to realize you need to be a man of one wife as well. And And I want to say this, you know, I, I remember hearing recently, I've heard it several times, from leaders of big ministries that will make comments that they didn't have a physical affair but they had an emotional affair with another woman um again you need to guard yourself you don't need to be doing ministry with women that um that are um you know, put yourself in a position to where you're going to be emotionally attached to this person or even physically attached. Then, you know, if you you need to have good quality, healthy people around you when you work together. And um, so if we're to be blameless, you know, we need to understand that we need to um, be men that guard ourselves and women that guard our hearts. That we don't let these things come in that will disturb our, um, our relationship with our family. Um He also talks about the children. You know I, I remember reading about a great missionary. If I were to say his name, many would know him uh, that he went over into the mission field and they said that him and his wife you know they were so blindly zealous for reaching the lost. He would go out and preach and teach and he wanted to win the world. And I think uh, every minister wants to win the world, but he didn't take care of his wife people would off they would come to their home and she would give them the food that she had and eventually his wife died of malnutrition and he came back to the states with his children and his children because of what they saw and how the wife wasn't taken care of and that they gave everything they had and she had died they rejected Christ and they never served the Lord you know what what an indictment what a what a tragedy that you would go out and win the, win the world for Christ, making a difference in lives daily, and lose your children to the world. We need to realize, you know, we need to start at a very, very young age uh, with our children when they're very young, teaching them the scriptures, teaching them the precepts, teaching them what's right and what's wrong according to God's scripture. But not only talking to them about it, but living it before them. Now none of us are perfect, we'll make mistakes. But we need to live a life that is um, without you know, is without a spot or wrinkle. In other words, we need to live a life of purity. The Bible says, be holy because I'm holy, Jesus said. So we need to live a sanctified life set apart from the world. Now listen, if you're watching all these horror movies, and then you wonder why your child is having nightmares, uh, be aware. You're allowing things into your home. Man, if you're looking at pornography, or you're looking at promiscuous things, and then you wonder why your kids out, you know, messing with girls when he shouldn't be at a very young age. Then you need to look at yourself and you need to clean it up because you've allowed things in your home that you shouldn't have allowed there. You know, and women, if you are disrespectful to your husbands, your your kids see that. When they see that, then they're going to emulate that. They're going to be aware that hey, you know, mom doesn't respect dad, dad doesn't love mom, and then it's going to carry over in other relationships. We need to teach our kids to be um, men and women of God. And, um, you know, the the point is this, that men aspiring for Christian leadership, we have to be able to influence our family first. That's where it starts is in the home. If you can't lead in the home, then maybe you need to wait before you lead in ministry. Leading in the home is not just... um, you know, giving your wife the spiritual um, duties, and you haven't. Let me tell you, I pray with my kids every night. I read scriptures. We memorize. We we work on podcasts together. You know, my kids eight years old, and the little boy has memorized. I mean, he's memorizing scriptures, and he's been doing that for uh, quite a number of years. He memorized the stories of the Bible. And we go on and we we talk about that. Now, some say, "Oh, well, yeah, it's just stories." Listen, let me tell you something. When you begin to Get that ingrained in them in a young age, it's going to carry over to adulthood. So I just want to encourage you, you know, when we say a man of one wife, you know, guard that wife, that wife you have. If you're single, then keep yourself to where when you do become married, you don't have a lot of soul ties and things that are attached to you. Be preparing yourself that when you get married, you'll be you'll be able to uh, come into that marriage healthy. Always ask yourself, what am I bringing into that? marriage I know people that will write down all these characteristics of the man or woman they want but they never focus on the characteristics that a man or woman would want in other words they don't focus on themselves so we need to focus on ourselves as well make sure that we're sanctified make sure that we're set apart you know Titus was given a a task to um, set things in order and it tells me there was some things out of order and 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 Paul had to address that when he talked about the uh, You know, man of one wife. So I just want to encourage you. You know what? There's hope. God is a restoring God. He's a faithful God. If you've failed before, go to God and ask him for forgiveness. If you've had um, moral failures, God can heal you of that. If you've had uh, things in your life, if you've got attachments or you've got an addiction, then you know what? God can deliver you from that. You just got to reach out to God. Reach out to strong leaders that will help you and care about you and love you enough to help you get through it. So I just want to encourage you, remember God's not mad at you, He's mad about you. We love you, appreciate, I'm so thankful and honored that you would listen to our podcast. Um, I do encourage you, you can go to our website, TonyHenley.org. You can look at some things there, our blog, as well as our. uh, we have some other videos there. Um, Also I want you to, you can go to our YouTube channel, A.A. Henley. Uh, My little boy Seth and I do a a weekly uh, YouTube. segment where we talk about Bible stories with Seth and Dad. Uh, I encourage you to go check that out. And again, we hope this is a blessing to you and hope to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast. If you want to give, you can go to our website, TonyHenley.org, or you can do it through uh, Anchor. Thank you.